0: Welcome back, everybody, and welcome if this is your first time. And in fact, if this is your first time, I I mean, you could listen to this one, but you probably want to listen. This is our addiction series, part three. You want to listen to part one for sure. But this is the Motive Podcast. We want to help you solve life's hardest problems and like the way you feel. I'm Shaden. With me is Bree. Hello. And I think we're getting a little bit better at this thing. It's (laughs) kind of fun. It is fun. So part three today is... Beliefs. Again, what you, we're going to talk about beliefs mm-hmm. in the realm of addiction, Yep, in the realm of our ubiquitous pattern <laughs> or our motive method, which says that we have these five principles. Are there probably more? There could be, in my experience, these five different areas of, of focus that need to happen to overcome an addiction, which are you got to have our hope or our goal. We have to have a motive. We have to have our beliefs. We have to have a process and we have to have a mentor. And so, if you haven't heard that one that that goes over that in a complete way, go listen to that one, which is, again, part one. And uh, so, today, we're going to jump into beliefs. Yes. Specifically, what we call defective Mm self-beliefs and how that influences us. Okay. But first off, you doing good? Yeah. Your throat holding up? (laughs) Yeah. Poor girl. She's always got i going to go to the doctor,
1: on. but it's COVID. I don't want to. I'm just avoiding it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So, so you got a question or should I just start well, talking? Well,
1: yeah. I just was thinking, I think that this is a big part of this because I think this is what keeps people in the cycle of addiction. And why? And uh, why? You're learning some stuff. Yeah, why I'm is learning that? a lot. This some, is really great. You're putting stuff together. Yes, I am. This is going to make me think and talk about this a whole in, in a whole new light. And I hope that people who are listening who find themselves as like, well, that doesn't describe me. I'm not struggling with addiction per se, but yeah. but that it helps them rephrase the words that they use, the way they view other people, you know, cause that for me is a big thing.
0: I honestly, I began teaching this motive method as a way of like, of edi- like how to solve almost any problem. Mm-hmm. And I still believe it can, I just think it works best with addiction. Yeah, but plug anything in. I don't, yeah. if it's like an in-law problem, <laughs> again, what's your goal? What's your hope? What's We're your motive? We're doing in-law. What's your process? Podcast one of these days. It'll be exactly. Funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Though, but you put in the problem, it goes around, and so that's where I think today's important because people get stuck on these beliefs. Yeah. About themselves.
0: So, in other words, look, pornography problem, sugar problem meth problem, I don't care who you are listening to this, what Mm -hmm. the severity to the, what you might not think is a really severe thing, how you believe about yourself, what you believe about yourself, let's consider it the fuel. Yeah. And that fuel better be clean. It better be pure. It better be good. It better be healthy. Mm -hmm. Otherwise we're burning out.
1: Which I think for most people then that's not the case. Exactly. You know, it's really toxic.
0: And like you said in our pod in part two the the vicious cycle that the the behavior of whatever said addiction could be influences how somebody believes about themselves mm-hmm. and those beliefs uh vary in nature i uh we're gonna go over a list today a little bit we're not going to go over every one of them but they I believe we all have certain recipes inside of us that would collectively and comprehensively show us our, def- like the, the, again, the recipe of our defective state uh-huh. of what we might see is, as makes us defective. And, um, and so, which kind of is a lead into our course that we're building, which is, is helping people to break out of feeling of of believing they're a defective human being. yeah And so, and so yes, in order for anybody to get better, they've got to have a right process. They've got to have a goal. They've got to have motive. They've got to have a mentor. And if there was one that I'd almost say was just more important than some of the others, I could I could ar- make an argument for this. Mm-hmm. So a defective belief is any belief you have, which is in all, in all truth, if, if you are speaking to God himself, and you were trying to convince him that this is what you are, and th- that he would look at you and maybe laugh, mm-hmm. and, and, and not that he'd ever shame us, but he, he would say, really, Brie? Yeah. So like, for example, there's there's a belief right here that I have that says, it's called broken. I have named, I have about 36 different beliefs that I've created that I've called defective beliefs that I've created that uh, are going to be part of our course. And uh, one of them, let's say it's called Broken and Broken says my failures and sins have created too much debt to deserve to be loved.
1: Yeah. I think this is a big one f- for people with addiction. Huge. Yeah. And, I mean, like you when could, with we're reading you could this, say, I can pinpoint like specific people who this is comes out every single time.
0: Okay. You know, cause you could in, with addiction, you could even add in these sum the, the summation of my failures like this, mm-hmm. you know, this, uh, this, all of these things added up, all of the failures added up. Like Jesus is for everybody, but that's why he's not for me. Yeah. Like I've done too much. Yeah. And so that leads into then, let's just say that could lead into another belief. They, they start to play, have friends which is, we <laughs> could say, I call it the, where did it go? The martyr. Mm-hmm. Making everyone else happy to the point of my own suffering and unhappiness is my responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you could see how they go in together. Or we could go into... Hopeless. Hopeless. Mm-hmm. What's where, that one? Where's the
1: top. It? I'm a hopeless person. Hopeless to improve or hopeless in my future self.
0: And then Prisoner. Mm-hmm. I'm allowed to feel joy, love, and belonging only once I've paid the price for my mistakes or defectiveness. And so none of these none of these are... I mean, some of them have some exclusive to them, but they're not mutually exclusive in that they, they play into each other. Yeah. And so part of what we have to do in therapy is to... And, and, and hopefully invite people to do in our courses if they just want to do stuff from home, is to be able to assess for themselves what is my recipe. Mm-hmm. And so... If you scroll down, Bree, we have our sheets in front of us, but there's a there's a section, a category that I created that's about addiction and habits and the beliefs that are often found in there, and I think that would probably that would be good to go over too. Okay. So, number 1, one of a common belief with someone who is stuck into an addiction or a habit is what I've called intolerant. So, intolerant would say I can't handle intense, strong emotions, cravings or situations. Okay. Right. It's just again. It's written in a way that says this is like a belief I have. Like, and and a lot of people don't know it about themselves until they read it. Mm -hmm. And when they read these, they they have these little aha moments of like, oh man.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. That is
0: true. Mm -hmm. And and I don't ever say yes or no. Do you have it or not? It's Mm -hmm. a. It's always scaled.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: One to ten. How powerfully do you think this belief is alive inside of you? Okay. And so sometimes they go dormant, and then they're. You're fine, and then they get triggered. Uh huh. And so part of the part of what motive is about, in, in 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 all of its creation right now, if I use that word, is helping to see people like to help people break stuff from the inside out. Yeah. Let's solve life's hardest problems from the inside out, and find out what beliefs, what motives are there that are influencing all these symptoms in your life, rather than having this stupid symptom party, trying <laughs> trying to trying to break all of our symptoms. Yeah. Let's 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 go to the core. And these, these, these are a, this is a, I don't know, I've at least put 50 hours, if not more into just creating this list. And it's, it's been very helpful. So another one is entitled. Okay. Uh, I'm entitled to reward, instant pleasure, or quick relief of pain, appetites, and discomfort.
1: That to me is like the, 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 what's the word? If there was marketing for people who struggle with addictions, entitled would be like the the poster child. Yeah. You know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the 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 addiction brain is used to getting what it wants. Mhm. Denial is another one. I don't have a problem. It's a it's a, obviously this is not something I've just created myself. This is common to a lot of people. Denial, I don't have a problem or I can change without help.
1: Yeah. I think that this comes into play a lot today because of the uh the pill problem, like over the counter pills. That uh, that a, a lot of people Deny that And don't realize That they've actually Become addicted To yeah. Oxycontin To whatever They
0: feel justified Uh huh mm-hmm. Yeah And time. then
1: that leads To a whole lot of Really severe problems Exactly
0: yeah. Failure um, Being forgiven So this is another one Is, is I'm a failure uh, Being forgiven And loved is hopeless Or is too far gone For me Or people And from the people That I'm close to so this goes into part two where we were talking about connection is so mm-hmm. is so important, and for a lot of people they, they just have considered they've just kind of considered themselves a failure now. Yeah, and that I've I've just they, they I've don't just deserve missed it. The, the, the train already left, mm-hmm. and I can't. There's nothing I can do. So why not just keep doing this? Yeah, and you hear that all the time. Hmm. Makes sense. Yep. Stuck, uh, getting caught, or revealing my problem will create an intolerable judgment or rejection especially for the people I'm close to. Hmm. Uh, the next one is victim. The way I've been treated or what happened to me is why I don't have to work on my problem.
1: Oh yeah. That's one I would. Yep. That resonates.
0: So this is just in the addiction and habits category. Mm-hmm. And there's five other categories I've created that are called uh, human being category, shame and depression, anxiety, pride, and relationships. And all of those still matter. Yeah. Just because I've categorized one as common to addiction and habits doesn't mean, obviously, we're not dealing with the whole person who happens to have an addiction going on.
1: Yeah. So what then is important for somebody, you know, to recognize these and, and what do you do?
0: I don't know. Just <laughs> I just wanted to create the list and say, well, that's what you are. Sorry. I just
1: want to spend months creating a list. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, yes. Great question, right? So what do we do? What do we yeah. do? What do? We, you know, so what I would challenge each of you to do is if any of these resonated with you, uh, and maybe what we could do even, I'm, I'm debating on offering this, my entire sheet on my website, uh, in a, in a, in a complimentary exchange for your email. <laughs> Cause I'd love to be able to have an email from you to be able to keep helping like sending you stuff. Yeah. And, uh, but maybe I could give this list out and, uh, so you could do some of this work on your own, but it's, uh, the, what you would do is you want to see what are the benefits of believing this, this thing. Okay. Right. And we've talked about this a little in others, but it, we, we believe things because they benefit us. We believe in God because it benefits us, benefits us. But we believe that again, if we go up to the top one, i my failures and sins have created too much debt to, to deserve to be loved. There's benefit to that. Yeah. And until people sit down and to do some honest reflection on what's what's the benefit of believing this, mm-hmm. you know, for example, if this is me, which I've, I've been there for sure before, my failures and sins have created too much debt to deserve to be loved. The benefit is I don't, I just, I don't have to be accountable anymore.
1: Yeah. That's what I was thinking of that you, know? that you don't have to answer to anybody else. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. The benefit could be is when I'm in that state of mind, people rescue me. Mm-hmm. People reach out. Yeah, they see it and they're shad.ing Are you okay? They're concerned. They and it and it, it can, feels
1: very selfish. What it feels very selfish.
0: Well, that would, but it's not a benefit.
1: No, 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 just the in the the mindset. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, it is selfish. Yeah, that you're like because of this, like you're saying, everyone rescues me. People reach out to me. I don't have to be accountable. That's all.
0: But what I'm saying is the ego of every single person listening to this, and including myself, always myself. That's why we have to look at the benefits so the, what you just said can happen mm-hmm. so that one can finally look at themselves and say, man, these are all the benefits. Mm-hmm. Is this the type of person I am? Mm-hmm. Is this what I value in life? Is this the kind of person I want to train my kids to be?
2: Yeah,
1: that makes sense.
0: And so am I? can I replace these benefits? Can I get these benefits? And if I want somebody to reach out to me, can I develop a new skill for that mm-hmm. rather than rather than going to this broken state? Yeah. And that's what therapy is all about, right? That's what good therapy is about, which we do here. Yep. And so, so again, when we find these benefits, it's uh, it's it's going. When you see them, I, the hope is is it will slap you in the face, not in a shameful way. From the from the language of the Church of Jesus Christ that I belong to, there's a scripture that we have in the Book of Mormon that talks about that the natural <laughs> man is an enemy to God and will be forever unless one yields himself to the enticings of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's scriptures in the Bible that are similar to that as well. Yeah, yeah. And so to me, these defective beliefs really do show from a spiritual side, kind of this natural man testimony. This is the testimony of my natural man that, Yeah. and, and so I, be, you know, it's the Voldemort principle that comes in where I got to look at my natural man face to face, give him a name, mm-hmm. give it a label. If I give it a name, face my fear And then say, I want to fight you. Yeah. I'm going to fight you with the spirit that God created me with beliefs that are sufficient. And And actually say it. Uh Mm Uh-huh.
1: Write it down.
0: Yep. So we want to replace. So once you've done the benefits, obviously, we're going to do the cons on the other side, just a simple pros and cons. Mm -hmm. And from that assessment, you would then look and see, I like to weigh the two and say, okay, if I have this, I have 20, I have 20 benefits on the left-hand side and i have i have 10 cons on the right hand side mm-hmm. and if you just visual if you just look at it one could easily say oh it's more beneficial but that's not true mm-hmm. because the 10 that you wrote down on the cons could weigh so much more yeah like this is destroying my life yeah this makes me want to kill myself mhm <laughs> those are heavy yeah so what we have to do at the end is weigh the two against each other out of 100 okay so to do the do the cons outweigh the benefits and how much mhm even though there's only 10 of them and there's 20 on the other side these cons are still like 75%. Yeah. And and the, and the and the benefits are 25. And from from that most people can then make a decision of okay, I I need to change this. And and when they do then it's about replacing it with a healthy belief.
1: So how do they do that?
0: So I've written a list of sufficient beliefs that are supposed to fight against your defective beliefs. Okay. And one of the sufficient beliefs that I wrote that would combat the broken belief that we've been talking about is is the word enough, Mm -hmm. or the the label is enough. And this one says, mistakes are human, love is not earned, and the approval of those who make it earned isn't okay. Mm Mm-hmm. And that, like that, you can see how that fights, that fights this, my failures and sins have created too much de- debt to deserve to be loved. Yeah. That's just not a true statement. No. But when we believe on truth, we get the rewards of believing what a lie is. Yeah. And which is not, which is called anxiety.
1: Well, it also, I think helps in you one way. weed out some relationships too. Like, oh, you know, if you absolutely. say enough, my love is not earned. And if you feel like this is something I say to my kids, you know, if you feel like you have to earn their approval, it's not worth it. Yeah the wrong kind of friendships the wrong kind of people you know
0: which is really interesting by the way kind of a side note Mm -hmm. because your approval means a lot to me and so does my wife's and so does a select few and if you disapproved of something i did i would actually respect that yeah and it could change my behavior because
1: because because you know i care enough to Exactly. Help you, but your <laughs>
0: but but Bree's approval of me doesn't have to do with my worth. Yeah, but it does have to do with that I've allowed her to be someone in my life that influences my value system. Mm-hmm. That if I just started drinking like crazy, <laughs> she would say what in the crap, and she'd probably say it with her fist, and, <laughs> and and I would need that. What right? So yeah, does that make sense? So I like yeah. what you said, but I, it is okay to have honorable people that have earned the right. Yeah. And what that. I was
1: thinking was the not honorable people there you and go. that when you're in addiction, I think that you're trying to earn the approval of people who are only there for the wrong reason.
0: Absolutely. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And
1: so, yeah. Yeah. So making sure you weed those relationships out. And, and I, that's something I think for everybody, this is another side note, we'll get back to, you know, that in our life, it's important to go through and evaluate, you know, are those relationships toxic that I have? And then, and then do I need to get rid of them?
0: Big time, which so. would be something we could throw into the process sec, uh, series mm-hmm. of just, that's part of a process for any person what trying to recover is you better, yeah, you better break out from, from your environment. Yeah. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, that's it. I know it seems simple, no, but that's it's, great though. it's uh, it doesn't mean it's going to be permanent But what it will do is increase your self-awareness tenfold Mm -hmm. and self-awareness with any habit or addiction is essential. And it's really the first step. You you know, you talk about if you went to AA or any other type of honesty is an accountability or best friends. And if you can't get honest and you're not, you can't get aware. And if you can't get aware, then you can't shift. You can't change. So you have to increase your self-awareness. This is why I said to read that book from Mia Mm -hmm. and to, you know, you have to get educated and smart about you, your problem to, in order to solve a very, like one of the life's hardest problems.
1: Do you think, I was just thinking about this, having your mentor help you with this, knowing that the mentor has to be somebody that is there for the right reasons. Do you know what I mean? Because sometimes I think it's so hard to see these things in yourself. But if you were to sit down with them and go, okay, you know, I feel broken. I'm going to go through this. And having, is it helpful to have them there to play devil's advocate and point things out potentially Yeah, in a healthy way?
0: Should we just throw that into this one? The mentor Yeah, because I'm trying because to think, wouldn't, wouldn't that, that so come perfectly?
1: into that? You know what I mean? That you would potentially need someone else Totally. to go, hey, you know, this, 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 or this, or, or go through it with you. I think that that would be really beneficial
0: not even that it's essential and okay. i keep using that word yeah there are essentials and that's it's essential you can't have somebody okay that makes weak. sense because
1: that's what i was thinking like I, I can't see someone who's in the you know the throes of addiction just sitting down and being like oh i can just do this
0: it's like the donald miller podcast we listen to you, you don't need a cheerleader yeah you need someone that actually beat you up almost yeah That's like we'll, okay you know call you out okay keep you keep you real mm-hmm. and it's willing to reject you if you don't get honest yeah like and that's who 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 out of their own will usually chooses to invite someone like that into their life that's really struggling with a problem? Yeah. And that's where anytime, we haven't even got in, gotten into this, but we skipped a, a huge part of what, well, it isn't a, it isn't a, a part that would be separate, but it, we addictions stay alive because of resistance, and we mm-hmm. haven't talked a lot about that. But you have to have a mentor who's willing to, call you out for when you start listening to your resistance. Yeah. No sugar tastes so good though. I just want, I, I, I just love it. <laughs> and like, I just don't think I can do this. And if, if, if you have somebody that's like, yeah, I mean, I could see where it'd be hard for you that you could just have, you know, just take a break. Uh huh. Uh, yeah, you're done. Yeah. Bring on relapse. Yeah. And so,
1: well, that's, what I've heard, I, I don't even know the, the saying, or I've heard this, but yeah, that people who are willing to get into the trenches with addiction, and travel that road yeah you know that that's a really a big thing
0: yep so I loved what you said though because if I'm if I'm someone overcoming this I need to give them my recipe that I assessed Mm -hmm. because every every single uh defective belief has a pattern with it Mm -hmm. we're not going to get into that right now maybe we'll just do a course on this and yeah
1: bonus defective belief course
0: yeah but the, for the mentor side, though, he would be able to say, hey, you're you feel like you, you're in your broken pattern or hey, you're you're in your pattern that, ha- you know, that says entitled you're mm-hmm. you're, in, you're being entitled right now. And if you're going to get better in the very beginning, when you recruit this mentor, you give him or her full permission to hold you accountable for those things. Yeah. And you are not allowed to get mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You you that humility you to has to, to take in because mm-hmm. you need it. You're blind. Yeah. Uh, what you want. Blind you to what you, what is hard yeah. and staying accountable to these things are really difficult. It doesn't reward you like porn did. Yeah. So you bet your butt it's going to be hard when porn comes knocking Yeah. and wanting to give you that reward that you are so used to. Yeah. Um, hence why the motive has to be so deep again.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: See, it's ubiquitous. It's yep. always, they're all happening.
1: Yeah. That makes sense. And
0: in the, in the moment that I like to draw circles around them, I wish I could, I don't know what the name of that, uh the type of graph that that is. Right. But it kind of, they all come and overlap in the middle. Yeah. You see that often, right? Where the the process would be circled with a huge circle. The motive would have no circle, you know, the mm-hmm. beliefs, the beliefs of focus would have a little, like it's just all out of whack and we want all of, all of those to be circled yeah, nice and cleanly in a and ba- equal, in a balanced way. A balance, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So, all right, cool. I love this given away.
1: This is good stuff
0: we're giving it away because like I said, I, 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 hesitate to keep saying the worth of souls is great only because I don't want it to ever feel loose, mm-hmm. which I know we end our session sometimes with laughter and which is great, <laughs> but it's, it just, no, that's what this is all about, right? Yeah. It's like the worth of every single soul is infinite. It's great. And that's part of our mission in our internal mission statement of why Bree and I are doing all that we're doing is, is that everybody needs to know that their worth is great. And it's it's not uh it's, it's no conditions yeah and uh because of that we can solve life's hardest problems so share this with somebody else or yeah it's I keep keep it with like you're thinking like this is a
1: good series to to shoot to someone that you care about and yeah just share it yep
0: mm-hmm. all right well, all on to right to next the next one
1: okay talk to you later